Big Fluffy. With Tracy Jordan behind this, it just might work. We'll roll it out in time for Christmas, manufacture it for four bucks, slap your name on it, and sell it for 50. So GE will produce the Tracy Jordan meat machine? Oh, no, no. GE could never make something so, um, unique. We'll have to pass this off to one of our subsidiaries. You see, GE owns Kitchen All of Colorado, which in turn owns JMI of Stanford, which is a majority shareholder in PokerFastLane.com, which recently acquired the Shine Hard Wig Company, which owns NBC outright. NBC owns Winnipeg Ironworks, which owns the Opchanagi Party Meats Corporation of Pyongyang, North Korea, and they will make the meat machine. Jack Donaghy, you are the best. You know what? I'm gonna make you a mixtape. You like Phil Collins? I've got two ears and a heart, don't I? Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. Ahoy, this is Captain Slappy, and you're listening to Hobo Radio, and I'm after your Now here are two penguins, I call my friends, Joe Murphy and Laws. Hello again, I'm Joel Murphy, this is Hobo Radio, and with me, a man who the French call sour wine, big vinegar, <laughs> Lars Periwinkle. I guess it's finally caught on. <laughs> Yeah, you're big in France. You're like, Who's the? Am I my Jerry Lewis? Yeah, you're Jerry what are Lewis. the? Um, uh, do you know? Do you know the French p- pronunciation for that? What is? What do they call sour wine? I mean, it's vinegar. But I don't know how they. You know, they pronounce it in French though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All oh, right, so it's sour wine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. nailed it. That's probably the correct pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. And then you fall down, and they laugh hysterically. Oh <laughs> uh, man! I by the way, can I take a selfish moment uh, here? Just a bit of oh, self promotion. Yes. Well, they're they're so rare. I know. <laughs> I know. Mother Teresa. Everyone, he's actually going to talk about himself. Let's all get comfortable. Everyone, if you're now, in the I car, just, go ahead and pull over. On the off chance that primarily our audience is executives from the Sci-Fi Network, I just <laughs> want. Uh, to put it out there, I am available to adapt this real life story. Should you need your next Sharknado? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm just reading real quick. This is from uh, Gizmodo. Okay. A fire in an Australian genetics laboratory has caused 100 cryogenic cylinders containing bull semen to explode, destroying thousands of dollars worth of semen stock, according to Australian news outlets. Firefighters were dispatched. It took responders two hours to contain the fire. What caused the fire? Uh, I mean, it was an explosion at the genetics laboratory. It was a fire at a genetics. Explosion at the genetics laboratory. But then the cylinders, 100 cryogenic cylinders full of bull semen started exploding. Man, I could I could replace that in an hour. Uh, firefighters went into defensive mode initially to protect themselves. Uh, there was a couple of other flammable liquid cylinders stored within the building, which did cause projectiles to exit the building. So basically, holy hell, these projectiles were launching out of the building at firefighters. Yeah, yeah, the, these cylinders. Those, but yeah, the project, they're pro- basically small ballistic. <laughs> missiles <laughs> i'm just Jesus saying grace doesn't this sound like a good like the next sharknado <laughs> yeah yeah if the cylinders go out in there and and if the like there's other flammable cylinders but cylinders but also they pick up bull semen they they fly into the outback who the who knows what they could have stored out there do you All still have of- do you still have ian Zeering's phone number 
Um, y- y- yes, I do. <laughs> I don't like to put that out there that much. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you guys have been friends for so long because you've always yes. respected his privacy. <laughs> Remember when I got put on that email list for Ian Ziering's like luxury items? I remember that. I remember. Yeah. Didn't didn't they offer you a cruise at one point? I don't know that they offered me anything, but I could have paid a lot of money to be on a cruise that I think Ian oh, Ziering okay. was on. Yeah, you you could have had a, a shrimp cocktail with Ian Ziering as you as you go to Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> you know, when you put it that way, it sounds pretty glamorous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he real quick, the, speaking. He had, the, he had the curly mullet. Not a lot of guys... Rock the curly mullet, but he did. He Whatever happened? Remember that they rebooted nine hundred two one zero? Did that even happen? Did they air a single episode? They aired a single episode, but now they're retooling it again. Really? Um, Is that real? Yeah, because be, yeah, because Luke Perry died. Oh, so, well, like like the first episode. What? The first ep- he wasn't even in the first episode because he is he's in Riverdale. And so he wasn't of his schedule didn't make him available to do the pilot. So, I just love the way you said that, brother. That he's in Riverdale because that makes it sound like like that's he's, literal. Uh, yeah, he's on, he's on holiday in Riverdale. You know, he's there with Elrond and wait, no, no, no. Um, I only ever. I'm sure that show. I, I know people like it, but I only ever think of The Simpsons when they throw Homer out of the car and just go, "Stay out of Riverdale." <laughs> Shake harder, boy. Uh, he. It's actually the the show's. It's actually ridiculous. I see how much fun someone could find it. I didn't find it all that fun. It was just, ooh, it's more darkness. Ugh. Um. <laughs> So he was he's in Riverdale so he wasn't available to shoot it but like they have this reunion I guess at the Peach Pit or I think they're at the Peach Pit and they're like and they're like which yeah, by well, the way shout yeah. out to the Peach Pit for like in this economy like it's still going Oh yeah well you know the the local hangout that's not going anywhere you know what I, I mean your local your local greasy spoon Sunday know, mornings Beverly alone Hills, you're gonna make your nut. <laughs> I, he should be fired for making his nut. Frankly, I mean that <laughs> should be frowned upon. <laughs> what was his name? Max? Was that the? No, was that the was from of... the Max. That's Saved by the Bell. He did magic. Jesus, oh. are you alive during this time? You're older than me. <laughs> <laughs> Only you're, you're like, that's, not, that's not wrestling. <laughs> Uh yeah, what what was the name of the guy who owned the the Peach Pit? I don't. That I don't was know. just was there I honestly Max? don't know. I don't know. I don't remember them being buddy buddy with the Peach Pit Peach Pit owner. But to be honest, I only watched it because my there was we only had like two TVs in the house, and my sister watched nine hundred two one zero, so I ended up watching some nine hundred two one zero. Um. Uh, so I don't know it all that well, but I do know that like they reshot this pilot episode because. Luke Perry died, and so like he was absent. So they mentioned his absence, but this time they reshot it. And when they mentioned his absence, they like stared longingly into the distance or something like that. Well, that um, was right. No, I remember Jason Priestley got behind the wheel of a powerful sports car and pulled up next to a CGI uh, Luke Perry, and then no. they played that song. The no, wrong, it's wrong, been a wrong long road. No. No, wrong heartthrob. Oh, oh God. Damn we it. We could go. We're going to go around this merry-go-round all along. <laughs> that was Paul Walker. No, and but I'm so talking about the Luke guy Perry's that was brother. The, no, I'm talking Luke about the guy who was our... him And they put his face on his body. <laughs> no, but which one was our generation's James Dean? Um, Who was our... I don't know who the fuck our generation's James Dean. It was probably River Phoenix, honestly. Well, that would... I mean, that adds up. Yep. Same hair, yeah, and eyebrows and career. <laughs> uh, but this is off to a rough start. I feel like this show, but uh, that's all right. Uh, uh, did you uh, did you actually hear that they are NBC, the little network that could? Mm-hmm. You know, they're still making shows. NBC, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. still they still own the rights to the IT crowd f- for America, and they're still trying to make that work. Mm-hmm. How's that going? All these years. 
How's that going? I, I don't know how many episodes have you watched. Uh, I, this is the first I've heard of it. Yeah, they haven't made any, so that's how well it's going. Uh, no, but, uh, you know, all of us collectively, I think, you know, I talk to you, I talk to everyone else in my life, and I say, like, what is it that you want? And I know everybody says, I really want more streaming service options. I really want <laughs> streaming services to be like cable in that if I were to get all of them, it would cost me $80 to watch, like, four things. Yeah, we're back to where we started. I know, we somehow, like... <laughs> It's like in chef terms, like we tried to deconstruct this whole thing and then we just uh-huh. ended up building the same model again. Like yeah. everyone has yeah, it's like, three It's like, good remember, shows. remember on 30 Rock when they were trying to make a new microwave and then, and instead they designed and invented the Pontiac Aztec? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much that. That's what we yeah, did. It should have like, you want to cook more than one thing at once. So there should be four doors to it and then that'll be hard to move. So it should have wheels and it was a Pontiac Aztec. <laughs> well, it's also, I mean, you know that we're like a few months away once we introduce some more of these streaming services from some guy in Silicon Valley getting a lot of press for going like, I've revolutionized the streaming service because I've created this new thing that combines all of the streaming services together for like $90 <laughs> a month. <laughs> and you just pay this one bill and then you watch them on your television. I just, I, I don't, like, may, maybe you... you you maybe know more about this than I do, but it seems to me that there was there was enough money to go around. Like there were a few streaming services and they would pay people enough money to be like, look, you already made the product. Give us like we'll give you money so we can put your product on our service and then people give us money to see your product so that everyone's getting paid. But that wasn't enough for everyone. Yeah, I mean, because what's we so where we started, if we can track it, is Netflix existed as a replacement to Blockbuster originally. Like it was designed to save you from going to the video store. They would send you your DVDs to your house so you didn't have Mm -hmm. to face the shame of looking another human (laughs) being in the eyes when you were renting Tomcats. Like you could just (laughs) anonymously like fucking order it and watch it and send it back and you know and props to them for like the whole instead of late fees or whatever you're just paying a monthly fee and it's however much you use it like that all made sense but then at some point they pivoted to streaming which okay but yeah so like at first they're licensing other stuff and then i don't even i honestly i mean this sincerely i i pay for it uh, I watch it fairly regularly. I just watched uh, every episode of The Chef Show season two in a day uh-huh. and a half. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I mean, there's only like they're half an hour and it's mm-hmm. not even 10 of them. I think, you know, but it was quick. Mm. Uh, but uh, I don't know what Netflix is anymore. I don't understand it. I'm overwhelmed by it every time I open it. They, I don't I didn't even know there was new episodes of The Chef Show until they randomly showed up like three quarters of the way down a page that I was scrolling through to see what was on Netflix. And then everyone was to what, what fucked them up was they saw that they, they could have original programming. They saw that like people didn't, you know, there was enough people <laughs> making enough content to go around and they were getting rejected from other places. Okay. Well then, We'll make we'll make your whatever it is. We have the money, so ju- we'll just make it. And a lot of it was really fucking good. So now everyone's making everything, and they can go on anything. I remember buying books from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is, it's not that they started making original programming. It's that through some combination of both Netflix ambition to have its original programming, and then other places that had been licensing stuff to them either realizing hey i'm giving this to you when i could be making all the money off of it or i don't know they started going like hey you're creating original programming so like my you know you're using all of my episodes of friends to get people in the door to watch your shows like i'm i don't know what the logic was but at some point they stopped wanting netflix to have or netflix stopped wanting to have the known properties and they're losing friends they're losing the office uh to go to this is what i was this is all trying to get to the point that nbc announced they're gonna have a streaming service that will show what the fuck 
Yeah, and it's gonna have Friends and The Office on it. Netflix announced that they're to respond. They've now gotten the rights to Seinfeld from Hulu. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm confused too because, like, for a while, Hulu mm-hmm. seemed like the sensible one because Hulu, I think, was owned in part. Like, I think ABC and NBC and maybe CBS like all own a part of it. You know, right, like, right, right. and they kind of ha- seemed like they had a deal. You know, of like, well, this is, you might have to wait a day. You can't watch this stuff live, but like the next right. day you can go on and like watch current stuff, which Netflix doesn't have. Netflix, it's like, wait for the season to be over to get right. new shit. So like, that was cool. And I, I like Hulu for that. But then, yeah, I guess Disney went, well, fuck you. We own everything. And Disney, it makes sense because I will begrudgingly get the fucking Disney streaming service because <laughs> it has all this stuff, you know? Like, it's going to have Disney movies, Marvel movies, Star Wars, plus all the Simpsons as well. Like, it's got a lot of shit going for it. But I guess, I don't know. So NBC saw that, and now they want to have their own streaming service. But they're NBC. Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't... Here's the thing, is that no one... I don't think they realize that people don't love that old shit so much that they're going to pay extra money for it. It's that they're already paying for Netflix. Oh, look more the office. Like I'll, I'll watch the office anytime. I don't, I don't care. Like, I love that show, but like the office and parks and rec and, um, until Hulu got it, <clears throat> 30 rock were in constant rotation for me because I can watch that anytime. I'm just sitting down to eat lunch or I have time to kill or whatever. But oh, I mean, now my, I have to pay extra money for it. No, keep it. I guess I'll never watch that again. I don't fucking know, yeah. but I'm not paying you money to watch some shit that I have memorized. It was just already there. No, I mean, my wife, like, just, it's like background noise. Like, just yeah. as, like, noise in the apartment, either Frasier or Parks and Rec or, yeah, mm-hmm. those shows are just running. <clears throat> but, yeah, if you told her, like, well, you have to specifically pay. Like, I don't even think she watches them half the time. I literally think they're just, like, right. noise. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yep, like, sure, sure, I don't sure. want the apartment to sound empty. You know, like, that's, yeah, like, that's I the don't, function there. I don't feel like listening to music. And so I'll just put this on in the background while I'm digging around or whatever. I get it. Yeah. So, but, I mean, that's not as, like, yeah, you're not going to go out of your way. I think that's part of the fucking problem, too, is, like, you know, I get the why, you know, like DVDs are kind of dying or whatever. I still buy shit. I like owning hard copies of things. Uh, Fair enough. But I get it, you know, and, and I am even fall victim to I'll watch shit. Like, I bought Into the Spider-Verse, but it's also on Netflix. So, like, I play the mm-hmm. version on Netflix instead of, like, right. you know. Uh, but, uh, like... The the problem is we don't own anything anymore, and like it, it's just. But you're also just not going to pay fifteen dollars a month to renew the option to watch The Office for the hundredth time. No, definitely not. Look, if <clears throat> if it wasn't, if and when I should say when, um, they release whatever monstrosity box set the the Infinity Saga is going to be, I'm going to buy it. Because yeah. I don't want to not be able to watch what I want to watch when I want to watch it from that specific series. And it'll be ridiculous and it'll be too much money and I'll still probably fucking do it just because it makes me really happy. But, you know, oh, I, Plus, I you know, they're going to add like three minutes of new footage. If that if 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 a minute and a half of that involves Paul Rudd, it's worth every penny. <laughs> You think he gets half the time of the three minutes? I think they left more of him on the cutting room floor than any other character. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but when it comes to TV shows, I like I absolutely love those shows. I meant those. We'll just stick to it because they're NBC, NBC shows that I love specifically. I I love Parks and Rec so much; it makes me happy every time I watch it. And I've seen it all the way through many times. If someone said, well, the only way you can watch it now is to buy all the seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to miss being able to watch that because it makes me happy, but I got it. It's yeah. I, 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 I'm not coming out of pocket for that show anymore. 
Well, how many? And that's where like, they come. That's where they're wrong. This isn't a movie that you're gonna that we we want to watch every once in a while, or like a series of long movies that is this saga. It's like you got some really good sitcoms that people like to have in their lives. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna shell out extra money for it because what else do you got? Well, yeah, we you can do that and fucking Scrubs. <sighs> where's Wings? That's what I want to fucking know. Bring yeah, back wings, wings, you cowards. And not even, you don't even get all of Scrubs because the last season of Scrubs belongs to fucking Disney. Because <laughs> they moved to ABC. Wasn't, so that doesn't even work. Wasn't that the one where, uh, what's his name, wasn't even on it? Zach Braff? Like, wasn't he not even in the last season of Scrubs? I want to say he was, but I don't know. I'll, I could just agree with you arbitrarily, but I kind of think he was. But it, wasn't he not I even in it full time? Or, like, I thought... I think it was maybe a really abbreviated season. I seem to remember him being in the last episode because he had a kind of a like a a douchey a douchey tight line beard. You know what what I mean? One of those jawline beards. I thought that like they did like uh, you know scrubs like the new class like they were trying to <laughs> pass it off like where maybe oh, he was they trying in... to do maybe some maybe i saw his last episode and maybe they tried to go another season after that yeah that's what i'm thinking okay. I, I feel like okay. there were episodes that he wasn't in but i also I don't care that. enough i also, i'm gonna be honest i scrubs is a perfect example of a show that i liked perfectly fine when it was on i have no interest in revisiting scrubs absolutely not yeah Absolutely not. I don't have enough time to watch that crap over again. I'm no Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Although I I will watch Turk dance to Belle Biv DeVoe at any point. Oh, yeah. That that, that show was good. If that was a streaming option, if you could just on a loop watch that clip uh, of him dancing. If that was a gift that I could frame and hang on my wall, I would probably It would be beautiful. That That is very entertaining. (laughs) Uh, but no, so yeah, NBC uh, is launching uh, The Peacock, is what they're calling it. Uh, but yeah, it's going to have Parks and Rec uh, and uh, The Office, I think. But then it's saying that a re- reboots of Battlestar Galactica, uh, Saved by the Bell, and the one that we've all been clamoring for, mm-hmm. Punky... Punky Brewster. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Look, Punky Brewster could be fun. And Soleil Moon Fry, I think she just turned 40 this year. And she's still working and she's great. Um, I have no opinion on Say by the Bell. They, I think you... Okay, my opinion is stop. <laughs> That's all I my mean, opinion is. Look, I'm skeptical, but they nailed it every single time. The new class, great. Saved by the Bell, the college years, amazing. That special wedding episode where they got married in Vegas, classic. Every moment, worth our time. <laughs> all of it great, including the original episodes, including, what was it, Some, Saving Mrs. Bliss, whatever the fuck the first season was called. You ever watch that weird... Good morning, Mrs. Bliss. That weird ass Miss, first season. Good morning, Miss Bliss. Jesus Christ, Murphy. <sighs> she ran the Peach Pit, right? <laughs> she did. She ran the Peach Pit. Yeah. No, no. She was actually she owned a she owned a nightclub. It was called the Regal Beagle. Mm-hmm. And that was Lindsay Lohan, right? It was the woman from the Parent Trap. Yes, yes. She was played by Lindsay Lohan from the Parent Trap, and she ran the Regal Beagle on her off hours. As a teacher at Bayside High. I hope everyone's turning to us for information because we are an informational <laughs> podcast. You can learn so much. No, but Saved by the Bell, I don't even really ever want to rewatch any episode of Saved by the Bell I, don't I think, watched. I don't think anyone our age wants that shit anymore. And certainly no, no one <laughs> younger than us gives a fuck about Saved by the Bell. I hope no one has, yeah, is holding out for Saved by the Bell. I know a lot of people. Off the top of my head, I know a lot of people who would watch it ironically. They'll probably have a party every week and bring out some wine and probably have a great time. But that's not going to justify the existence of whatever this monstrosity would be. 
Look, if we're just doing nostalgia for nostalgia's sake, can someone find a new vehicle for James Vanderbeek to play himself in a hilarious way? Yes, because do that. Because that's what he I want. became he became a monster in that show, and I loved him. Well, but also, I mean, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I enjoy James Vanderbeek parodying James Vanderbeek, and then yeah, Don't Trust the Bee is just a masterclass in James Vanderbeek being the worst person ever. Like, yeah, it was it was incredible. It was incredible. Now. Now to the the third the third show you talked about them rebooting. Which one, uh, Punky Brewster? No, there was one more. It was Punky <laughs> Brewster. It was Saved, Saved by, by the, the Bell. No, there was one more. Oh yeah, it's Dwight Schrute's favorite television show, if I remember correctly. <laughs> In some brand synergy, yeah, Battlestar Galactica. We're getting more the, Battlestar Galactica. I hope it picks I'm up right mistaken. where the new. If I, I if I dig up, if I dig deep into my memory somewhere in the depths, there is a some sort of knowledge that maybe they tried to reboot this before, and maybe? nailed it, nailed it. You know what I remember? The finale of that reboot of Battlestar Galactica being great. Everyone was a Cylon. It ended well. We all it was loved but, it. Uh, up up until up until very very close to the end, that shit was rad. It was awesome as shit. I enjoy. Like, it. I don't, watched. Don't it. fuck with it anymore. I don't understand. I don't see a need to read to do that for a third time. Like for the third time in forty years, there's no need for that. No, I yeah, I don't. It's not that great of a concept. If I'm sure I offended someone, it's a fine concept, but it's not a reboot it twice concept. Like, no, no, no. no. What if some no. of the people are robots? It is. Yeah. It isn't a concept that's so special that you need to go back to the same. Well, you know, this, also, this aquifer is, is deep and wide. Also, if, if I remember correctly, they just like threw darts at who was a Cylon in the end of that reboot, didn't they? Wasn't it just like it was fast and free with those reveals towards the end? Towards the I think that show lost me when they started playing Bob Dylan. <laughs> That's and that is when they started throwing darts at a board. We can justify this. Mm -hmm. Play that song. Get all these people in a room. I'm still. I still won't spoil it because I think anyone who hasn't watched it should still go watch it. But that is when they lost me personally. Also, if you're a fan of Edward James almost growling like really, you know, somber lines, it's a masterclass in him not putting up with your shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. just over it all. Yeah, Adama is over the bullshit at the beginning of the show when when everything is fine. Yeah, like he just comes in hot. Yeah, he does. He does. So no, that like I can we just can we tell NBC no? Yeah, I reject. Can we this. just hit them up? Just no. Can we say no to all of this? I reject. How do they expect? Do they think they're going to make more money by doing this? Because I I don't I don't. I feel did I have I repeated myself that I say this 10 minutes ago. I just don't understand why they think this is fiscally responsible. I well, they're NBC. They haven't done well since Seinfeld in the office. I don't know what they're okay. doing. They either create really great niche comedy that they run away from quickly because it's uh -huh. niche comedy or like just terrible things that nobody wants to watch. Name could you Here's an honest question. Okay. Do you think five, I'm trying to? This is what's sad. I'm trying to decide if five is too many. But okay. could you name five shows currently uh -huh. on NBC? Okay. This is also yes. a great game because yeah, I, I don't do know that. if I can verify this. <laughs> <laughs> um, may, wait. Yes, I can. Um, uh, <laughs> Chicago Fire. Are the Chicago shows on there? I was really counting on them to be my anchor. Uh, I'm going to say Chicago yeah. Fire, Chicago okay, hold on. Police, Chicago Band-Aid. Chicago Fire is on NBC. So okay. it's in... Oh, I don't remember the name of the other ones. Chicago... Uh, I'm going to... Ah, shit. I thought that one was going to be easy. Because there's like the hospital one, the fire <laughs> one, the police one. Okay. 
Um, Law and Order SVU. Is that still going? I, I'm assuming. Who's even on it? Because didn't uh, the two like? I mean, I, well, Ice T for sure is still on there. But like Ice T for Marishka's still on there, isn't she? Is, did, I thought she left. Is, oh, did I she stay? I don't. I don't um, but is it? Is it still on? It's got to be still on. Um, okay, SVU, Chicago Fire. I mean, premieres Thursday, September twenty sixth at uh, ten o'clock. So, yeah. Oh, wait, hey, free plug. We don't just give those away on this show, buddy. Oh man! Oh no! <laughs> oh, I just told people when an NBC show was on, everyone's gonna um, flock to that. Also, the- here's the thing: if you're busy. Thursday, September 26th at 10. Here's a free tip. Turn on your television at any point of any day and, and just yeah. send it all on, over to the USA Network. They'll have one on. Why they canceled the original one, I'll never understand. That formula could have lasted until the end of time. Well, what's weird is it's not like SVU's formula is really different. It's it's not that much different. It's just more dramatic yes. and they actually don't follow the procedures of law. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's it. Yeah. Yeah, there is that. I understand that they're very passionate about their jobs and horrible things happen to to victims in that show, but when the cops are like, "Oh, just just so we can't prove it so they get to walk free." Well, yeah. But we need at least one law and order on at all times because otherwise how are people in New York, you know, how are New York actors going to eat? Like they need Truth. they need to come Truth. on and play that villain. Yeah, I read recently that um who who was it? It was in the early 90s, this is like in 93. Um <clears throat> two huge like two huge stars were in the same episode of Law and Order. The same episode. It was oh, I legitimate legitimately Samuel L. Jackson. I remember him. <gasps> Samuel L. Jackson it, did Law and Order? Yeah, in like 93. Wow. That um, was pre so, pre pulp fiction. It was pre pulp fiction also I think it was just pre Pulp Fiction, just pre Jurassic Park. Hold um, on to your butts. So it might it might have been him and Zach Galifianakis might have been in the same episode. I like that you're equating the two of them as equals. Um, I mean, they're both huge stars. <laughs> they're both hugely recognizable stars right now in 2019. Hmm. Okay. Sure. Are they not? I mean, is Zach Galifianakis not a huge? He is not as ubiquitous as Samuel Jackson. They're both huge stars. You know what's interesting about the two of them? They're interchangeable. Like, close your eyes for a second. Think of any role either one of them have played, and just you could seamlessly put in the other one and lose nothing. I I said they're (laughs) they're they're huge stars. Like, if I said Samuel Jackson and John Travolta, would you have had qualms with that? Because again, they don't exactly inhabit the same roles, but certainly they're both huge stars. I didn't catch what you said. I was too busy picturing Samuel L. Jackson with a baby strapped to him uh, as he hung out. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like that picture. That, that's pretty cool. Oh, so much cursing. So much cursing on top of that baby. <laughs> Honestly, The Hangover would have been an infinitely better movie with Samuel L. Jackson. I don't, I'm really... I know... It might be because I saw I saw Zach Galifianakis in a Law & Order recently. Maybe that's why I'm thinking, but I really think it was him and Samuel Jackson. Anywho, what have I named? Two shows? Yeah, you got three more to go. Okay. The Good Place. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's their one good show. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the one I watch. Um, Blind Spot? Is that still on? That's a Tattoo Lady show, right? That's the Tattoo Lady show, and I believe that's still on. I believe I saw an ad for it like when I was in a doctor's office over the summer. You, d- or you know what? <laughs> I would check in on that show now because how many seasons in are we? If they're still fucking doing the whole she, they're finding more tattoos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that oh. show makes a lot of people happy. Oh, it's the fifth and final season. The fifth and final. Okay, so wrap that's it all big up. Four. Gonna, all our unanswered questions about what does this tattoo mean? And does she solve uh-huh. crimes? She must solve crimes, right? Uh, they have to be solving crimes here and there somewhere. All right. Well, you, you get, can you get one more? I can get one more. Sure. <clears throat> so uh, 
Meet the press. <laughs> that or is that or is that on ABC? I think that's on ABC. And even either way, I'm cheating. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could also say some bullshit like their morning programs. Um, I know we're talking about prime time. I'm going to go ahead and say there are like 18 more shows that start with the word Chicago. I I'm just going to throw in my hat. I can't name another one. Hannibal's not on anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that guy canceled. Once upon a time, or was that a show that was a comedy? That was of definitely a show? ABC. That was ABC. Okay, okay. But they had Usually, something like that. They had a monster show on there, right? Didn't they have like I think a so. yeah? Because they had like a competing show? one. Yeah, remember yeah. that year when everyone was making their competing <laughs> fairy tale mm-hmm. monster shows? Uh, mm-hmm. Do you give up? No, because you. I, yeah, it's not. It's not interesting to listen to. I kind of want to try to figure it out, but it's not interesting. Well, I so go for it. I would just tell you, I first of all, don't. I'm not lording this over you because I don't. I definitely couldn't have named five. Uh, but if this helps you as a clue, you are missing a big one. And if you think oh, about I'm missing it, a big one. You are missing what is probably their flagship show at this point. Oh right, uh, America's Got Talent. Or is that? <laughs> that's on there, right? Is that is that NPC? Yeah, because but, Howie Mandel is on that, and, and he's got a contract with them because of Deal or No Deal. I want to say America's Got Talent is on there, totally. Okay, not what I was going for, but we'll we'll see if that's correct. I honestly don't know. This is got to be... I want to say that... I don't know what show you're thinking of, but I want to say, w- without even knowing that information, this has got to be their highest rated show if it's on their network. Which I'm pretty well, sure I guess it is. I was thinking. I guess I was. Yeah, it is NBC. So that yeah. we'll give you five. But I guess I was thinking scripted. No, the show that I was referring to that you forgot is uh, mm. This Is Us. This is us. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. But yeah, no, you did it. You got. You got <clears throat> America's Got Talent. This is. And you know what? I've watched that show, and that 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 show is so. It's so huge. People love that show so much that they NBC is giantly withholding with it. Like, to the point where it's almost abusive. You know what I mean? I know it takes a long time to make a show, especially they put a lot of money into this show, so it's got a bigger budget, and they have, like... They have, like... they They do things outside the studios and off set and stuff like that. They have, you know... But, like... They'll end that shit before May sweeps. They'll be like... Last week into April, that's the season finale, and they'll come back with that crap after Halloween. Do you remember torturing? It's funny because uh, there's actually there's like a rewatch, a lost rewatch podcast going on right now that I'm not plugging because they're I'm sure they're doing better than us. But uh, uh, Lost, you know, nostalgia is big these days. Do you remember when Lost was on? And I want to say especially like the first season, they it was insane to try to know if you were going to get an episode of lost or not because they would like they would air like one new episode and then two reruns and there was no (laughs) rhyme or reason to it ever like i never understood it it would you would you would just turn tune on every week to like see if they felt like giving you a new episode that week it's the I truth. never understood and look like abc was struggling at that time that was before modern yeah. family abc was in a rough they had nothing spot no. Yeah, they they would would they had Desperate Housewives? I think they maybe had Desperate Housewives. I think they Housewives. had Desperate Housewives. Yeah, they totally did. They totally did. Yeah, but and the, like they they were struggling so bad that they put this show that no one else wanted onto mm-hmm. ABC. And um you're right. They did that for like the fir- the first season. Yes. Second season it was really bad. Like like okay, season yeah. premiere, then we'll give you the next one and then See ya, see ya after Thanksgiving, everyone. Like, what are you? What? <laughs> and I don't know what that was. Like, I don't know if because they had nothing, they were just afraid of like going too long without. Yeah. They wanted to reassure you, we have more lost. So they were just like, they didn't have enough of it. So they would just sprinkle it like the second right. they could. But then I remember seasons three and four. They would seriously, they, I don't know if they got letters or what, but they really did just crank them out, crank them out, crank them out. Yeah. Okay, we're, take, we're taking like a, a holiday break around Christmas and New Year's and maybe a couple weeks after that. But then we're cranking them out again up, you know, up until, you know, Easter and then back in at May sweeps. Like they were, they kind of saw the writing of the wall of like, if we're too withholding, we're going to lose them. Well, I I think, you know, like it's easy to sit here and armchair quarterback it, but that show, as we all learned in the end, was so 
uh, tightly scripted that they needed that time because <clears throat> everything paid off. <laughs> Look, these shows, <laughs> these shows really were like the the ride was fun. It does no, suck I, that when you're promised something something spectacular at the end, and it's just like. It's a it's a couple of people holding sparklers, like making the word thank you in the air in the dark. That is no. kind of a drag. No, and I who knows these people like if you're someone that uh you listen to us and you listen to these like Lost Rewatch podcasts and you didn't watch Lost originally and you're into it now and you're kind of binging it now, like God bless you and it's awesome. But please just understand the original ride of Lost was like getting in uh fucking like uh you know a mustang with a coke dealer who was like all coked out of his mind and promising you the craziest adventure of your life and the last season was like waking up in tempe arizona with this guy and going like what the fuck like everything wore off and you were just yeah. like you remembered all the bills that you had to pay <laughs> <laughs> like oh, you had to slowly go like it was an insane ride. I loved it was one of my favorite times for Hobo Trash Can. Like really. That was uh, a great time. We would talk yeah. about that show. We would talk on the regular. Like we would talk almost yeah. every day about what the shit was going on. We invited this hillbilly guy onto our show. <laughs> no, to Chris talk Kirkman, about yeah. time travel. No, Chris Kirkman was fucking amazing. And the like the shit that he was coming up with that. Look, like I know what this is going to sound like to say it out loud. And especially now. But like. With as much as it felt like they were really pulling shit out of thin air towards the end, there's a part of me that in my heart believes that Chris Kirkman's Lost Recaps were read by Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse, and they uh-huh. pulled some shit in there. <laughs> like, because why wouldn't they? By the end, they had to have been reading. Also, full disclosure, if I was them and I got into that situation and I realized that, like, I had been overpromising for five seasons and I had to, like, end this show... I would have gone on every message board and read every oh, totally, theory totally. and been like, oh, and they would, they, they had, we would have no problem listening to it because his theories were actually sound and brilliant. And you couldn't, you couldn't hear them being spoken by a ridiculous Southern draw. <laughs> so you had a reason to believe that yeah. they were and, actually legitimate. And again, like just to, to hype this, this hillbilly that uh, we had on this, the site. Uh, who he, he has a site now called Dice Hate Me. I, I feel I want to promote the guy. I do yeah, Dice this. Hate Me. He's at, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a really good guy. He's that, doing right? really, but uh, no, I mean fucking Michael Emerson, uh, who I interviewed for uh, the site, like when the show was going on, the guy who played Ben Linus on Lost, like he read Chris's recaps and was like promoting them. It really was a crazy time for Hobo Trash Camp, but also just to say that to say it is not outside of the realm of possibility that those recaps got to. Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse and the because again dude was talking about ley lines like three seasons before all of a sudden ley lines became important on right lost which I, maybe he was just really tuned in but <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so uh yeah there isn't is there okay you gotta <clears throat> let's say there's four there's four networks okay um there's NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox. Mm-hmm. Okay, start naming five shows from Eaton Up. I can't. Yeah. I, like CBS, I would just say NCIS and the name of an American city. You wouldn't know. NCIS Bacula. <laughs> what? That's one of them, isn't it? Also, <laughs> you fucking cowards, if you're listening, bring back Quantum Leap. You want to dive into the nostalgia train. Where is more Quantum Leap? You fucking cowards bring back Quantum Leap is a thing that just got said on our show. You're telling me you wouldn't watch the very special episode where Sam leapt back to 9-11 and wasn't able to change the day, but like saved a dog or something. Look, I know that makes me sound like an asshole, but there literally was an episode of Quantum Leap where he went back to the Kennedy assassination and saved. All right. So he's (laughs) he's standing there. He's he's standing there in Manhattan. He he grabs a newspaper and looks at the date. He looks up and sees a Boeing fly over his head. And then he says, oh, boy. And then that episode ends. 
That's the start. Yeah, that's the end of the previous episode. That's the end of a previous episode. <laughs> I don't I don't love that. <laughs> no, think about it. Al could be Al could be a 9/11 truther. Like he could show up. Fuck me, dude. Ziggy says that steel can't melt at that heat. So much hotter, Sam. <laughs> also, I love this because I'm pretty sure that uh, September 11th happens after Quantum Leap is set. Like, I don't even think Quantum oh, Leap was no, set. no, for real. I don't remember. Because the show, like, it was on well, in, 2001. Like, I want to say it was after 2001. But I guess it, they picked, maybe if they, they were trying to find a futuristic date, it was like 1999 or some shit. Well, what ha- well, it was in his own lifetime. And he definitely went back into the 50s and shit, right? Or yeah. at least early sixties. I remember he was a he was a member of the KKK at one point. That's the thing. You're telling me they they would do a a nine eleven episode for sure. Yeah, but that's also yeah. Like that was the other problem is I think the show was set in the future, but they wanted to go into the like I don't think Sam's eight. Like I think Sam they must have added ten years on either side. Right, like, right, to, right, right. To fucking make it work, but yeah, now I really want to know. When Quantum Leap was set. Yeah, and there was a loophole at one point where he he went back to the Civil War or something. Because it was like his relative, I think. Right, right, right. Ziggy's saying she, she don't know what happened. You're, I guess it's one of your relatives. That works, right? There was also there was an episode where lightning struck them. And so Al was the one who leapt and Sam was the hologram. They really bring it things. back. Bring that fucking show back. I loved that, that show. There was a great show. Is Dean Stockwell still alive? I want to say yes. Okay. I for sure want to say that he's still alive. You know what Dean Stockwell also was? A goddamn Cylon. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. No, yeah. I think he shows up as a Cylon. He's still, yeah. Also still with us. Born in 1936. There you go, Mr. Stockwell. Yeah, come on, bring you it back. Stick with us, buddy. We're bring, bring it back. Or you know what? Fuck both of them. Bring it back and let us do it. We'll figure this shit out. <laughs> what, you and I are going to be the stars of Quantum Leap? No, we're not going to be the stars of Quantum Leap. We're going to have a diverse cast, but we're going to oh, okay. write the shit out of this fucking show. Okay, all right. So it's Sam Beckett's daughter. Like, she's leaping. And um, that's all I got. <laughs> You know what sucks though? Here's the problem. I'm totally into like rebooting it, but one, if you rebooted it, they'd want to go younger. So like all it would be is it would be someone in their like twenties like leaving uh-huh. back to the nineties. <laughs> nope, I got it. <clears throat> Alfrey Woodard is the one who's leaping. Okay. I like it already. Um Uh, yep, that's all I got. You're right. This is hard. I'm gonna copy down some stuff though, or like I, I got some stuff in my head. Later. That's not I'm bad. Put it, put it on paper. I don't know, Jody Whitaker. Do we want to get her in there? She seems she's like busy. Un- she's she busy. has untapped potential in the like time traveling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's write a script for her. For I feel like fix. she could be great if given some material. <laughs> She's really whole goddamn season no daleks give her a goddamn dalek what was that season like i gave i gave up on it i have to be honest i wanted to like did it you so not much. finish it i didn't think because nothing was happening there was nothing you gotta, you gotta finish it because they might do something next time remember how weak uh capaldi started versus how he ended which was still relatively weak but <laughs> much better than how he started <laughs> Yeah, once they were like, what if he was the cool professor who plays the guitar and talks into the camera? Which well, the I cool say that the professor was kind of rad. No, that I'm saying that is that's when they figured him out, like how oh, to write okay. for him. It worked. That was the most I remember. There was a fucking episode with a dinosaur and it wasn't even good. Okay. All right. What can we bring back Russell T. Davies? Is he busy? Yes, he's busy. Hmm. What okay. There are four networks. As I said, there's NBC, Fox. Look, ABC, I know Phoebe Waller Bridge is really busy, but could she write Doctor Who? I will. I'll get her number from Ian Ziering. Also, side note: Alfrey Woodard is Sam Beckett, and it's Sam, like Lady Sam, and then okay. Phoebe Waller Bridge plays Al, which is short for Alice. 
I don't hate that idea. I think it works. And Ziggy is uh, uh, is gendered male this time, be- and that explains why it's so incompetent. Um, <laughs> there are, there okay, are four networks. Sorry, where are you going with this? Four networks. You ha- okay, you got to come out of pocket. You have to. You're okay. coming out of pocket to get one of these services. You imagine you've already paid into a pool of whatever streaming services, and they're like, okay. And also, you get you get for nothing one of the four broadcast networks. Like which one do I get you their, choose? Their back catalog. What do I get? Well, you get their streaming service, and that that's however. Like it's not however you imagine it. It's however they actually are. That's usually what shows up um, on. On the the streaming services is like here's some of our new stuff. Here's a lot of our old stuff. It isn't going to be like HBO where it's here's everything we've ever done. Um, it's not going to be that inclusive, but a lot of their stuff. <coughs> hmm. Okay. Well, not CBS because okay. I'm not an old man. Okay. So. <laughs> well. Yeah, I mean, well, not the right kind of old man. Okay. I don't know. Do okay. You, right. 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 There's never been CBS has never had anything. That I I what's the last CBS show that you watched? I've, I don't think I don't think there's ever been anything on CBS that was appointment television for me. Maybe Murphy Brown, but I didn't even get those jokes. I don't know why I had to watch that show, but I didn't like missing it. No, I again I I don't know how to say it again, but maybe I've told this in the air. Uh, my first girlfriend I ever had, uh, her name was Katie Brown, and I remember Murphy Brown was like that was a cute thing that was like a nickname for us, and that's all I got. And that, that that's the nickname of your butthole now. That's also the nickname of my butthole, uh, as covered on a previous show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Molly's is the unsinkable Molly Brown. Uh, yeah. Well, I went a step further, so I called yours Candace Bergen, and I called hers um, Kathy Bates. But yeah. that's fine. And then, what did it. we get? What did we land on for you? Perry Winkle. <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> Uh, well, okay, so <clears throat> that killed you. It did a little bit. I was thinking about uh, <laughs> Marty McGuire. Remind me. Uh, we named his butt Farty McGuire. That's good. Not the most creative. But quality. Yeah, it gets the point across. Also, that asshole's talking shit. Also, what what are you, Marty and Jonathan? Are you the uh, critically acclaimed ABC television show Lost? Because you're going to come back with one episode one time and then <laughs> let weeks go by before there's another one? They do what they can. It's complicated. It's a very complicated process. Yeah. All right. Uh, but uh, it's I mean, it's got to be between Fox and NBC, right? After we just it's spent all be. this time shitting on NBC, like NBC had some great shows for sure. Yeah. It's like you said, they had the, the like unique once in a lifetime comedies, honestly, is what they have. They had, did was Cheers NBC? Cheers was NBC. I feel like you have to pick NBC. And I feel bad about that because we talk so much shit about NBC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you'd get Cheers, you'd get Seinfeld, you'd get The Office. You didn't even consider Fox. No, I mean, The Simpsons, I'm pretty excited about. I don't want to go back and rewatch Married with Children, because that that should stay in the past. Okay. Uh, But you get Bob's Burgers. I'd watch some some Bob's Burgers. I watched quite a bit of Bob's Burgers. It's a good show. Um. What else would I watch on Fox, though? Like, maybe go back and wa- re- revisit Sliders. I watch Sliders. I could rewatch um, uh, the X Files and see Vince Gilligan's humble beginnings. See some X Files. You could see some Herman's head. Could watch. I mean, there, you can never have enough Yardley Smith. So, oh, really offensive game shows. Really offensive. Just game like shows. horrible game shows that treat people poorly in mm-hmm. many different ways. Yeah, you could watch that. Could um, I said The Simpsons, American Idol. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Didn't that go <laughs> to another network? Isn't that on ABC now? I don't know. It could have been the whole time. I don't remember actually. No, it was on Fox at first. But okay. I, I mean, I'm a Dunkelman guy. So once they lost, <laughs> oh boy. So 
<laughs> yeah, no, I think I think that's a good call. It's a, it's kind of a hard it was a hard choice for me between NBC and Fox, but like I don't know, like Cheers, Cheers, Frasier, Seinfeld. I'm okay with Friends. If someone was like, if I was over at someone's house and we like, I don't know, we were hungover or something. They're like, hey, I'm just gonna like order in a bunch of food. We and just. I'm just going to hang out and watch Friends. You're welcome to like eat all this free food and sit here and watch Friends with me. I'd probably watch Friends all day. I, it's not that it's not that it, I can't watch it. I'm just not terribly interested in doing it. Here's a question for you: Who do you think is more dangerous to women? Like if you if you had a female friend and she had, for some reason Ooh. had to go on a date with one of these two, <clears throat> who okay. who do you think is is more? Is it Ross from Friends? Uh-huh. Or is it Ted Mosby? Oh fuck! It's Ted. It's Ted Mosby. It's definitely Ted yeah. Mosby. But Ross isn't good. No, Ross isn't good. But here's the thing: is that um, if you can't tell that Ross Geller ride is dangerous before getting on it, I'm not saying that's your fault. I'm saying. I'm saying I don't know how you didn't see that. Also, like, good tip. If you go back and rewatch the uh, popular television show Friends through a modern viewing uh, as an adult, you will realize that both Ross Geller and Rachel Green uh, are deeply, like, not okay. And their their relationship is toxic. (laughs) It's it's very toxic. He has some unprocessed shit from his childhood for real. And Mm. also his first marriage. And also his second fucking marriage. He didn't go through the proper channels to heal the way a person should before moving on to another serious relationship. And she is a really... She's... She is a spoiled princess. And I don't care how much she struggled from being... Uh, a server at a coffee shop up to being like an executive at a, um, at a, at a, at a fashion magazine. Um, she has been spoiled and bratty the whole fucking time. And that, that shit is never going to work out. But I also, feel bad for Emma. I yeah. Think. Emma. Who's okay. who, if you do the math is now 45 years old. <clears throat> Emma. Christ almighty. Uh, no, but also like rewatch some of those episodes where Rachel is really interested in that guy, Joshua. Like it is, Joshua. it is not okay. Like she's like stalking that guy, and like just it's not healthy because she has to get what she wants. Yeah, Rachel Green always gets what she wants. Yeah, it's it's not okay. No, it's not. It's not okay. It's, but uh, I don't know. I really like. Yeah, I there's some there's some shit in Friends. Also, hey, I don't know Friends. Maybe stop with all of the comments about Monica's weight. And like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, fat jokes used to be really funny. And also there was a lot of, um, there's a lot of gay panic in that show. Oh my God. Remember, so much well, gay I mean, panic. There was gay panic, but it wasn't like, it wasn't Kevin Smith levels of gay panic, no. but there were, there was a lot of gay panic people. It was a crutch for humor at the time. But I remember what one time, especially I, it just struck me. I think this is when I knew as a youth, as an, as a young adolescent, I knew how ridiculous it was to be homophobic when um, when people at Chandler's work thought he was gay and he asked his friends, what is it? Is it my hair? And Phoebe said, yes, you have homosexual hair. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, oh, yeah, it is. The whole thing is fucking stupid. Thank you, yeah, Phoebe. I, I yeah. Listen, learned. Phoebe, by the way, ages the best out of any of the characters on the show. Like, I, I yeah. appreciate Phoebe now through a mm. modern lens more than I did at the time. Sure. But where the train where the train ends for me is law and order. I'm not living without law and order. Give yeah. me the goddamn service. I go I put on law and order any fucking goddamn time. Hey, here's here's Tobolowski. Steven Tobolowski. Well, well, they only questioned him for 90 seconds. I bet he'll be back. What's what's your favorite combination of people? on uh like what's your like when you close your eyes and you picture law and order like what's what's the perfect team for you like who who do you want to see you know who's the da who are the who are the cops sure so you you give me you give me um the young modern strength speed 
and uh, and knowledge of Jesse L. Martin. Mm-hmm. And then um, just Lenny Briscoe. I don't know what you want me to say other than than Lenny because he's perfect. No, that's and then yeah, and then the uh, the righteous indignation of a Sam Waterston. That's those are one hundred percent the three I would have said. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and then uh, well, who's don't we need like uh, what's what, name? Munch? Yeah, he has to Munch is there. He's in. We're in the Munchiverse. <laughs> you gotta have Munch. No, but what's her name? What's the the uh, the lady boss? Like she's got to be there too, right? Sam Waterston. The lady boss. boss. Sam Waterston's boss. He had several bosses. But S- I think I know you're talking about S E Patha Merkerson. S E Patha Merkerson. Yeah, I like S E Patha Merkerson. We need her. She, up. We, I would we like, need her on I there. would almost like. Yeah, that is good. Fred Thompson was really good too. Oh, Fred Thompson was good. He was, but I I really enjoy S E Patha Merkerson. Yeah, I had to look that name up because it, it wasn't coming to me. But yeah, like I I enjoyed, that's that to me that was that's my like that's my doctor. <laughs> That's a hot take. That's I was just I, thinking it. I was just thinking in the bullpen. I would. Yeah. St- I still want to see Ice T and Munch teamed up together because that was a brilliant goddamn team. And then I also the with them. Like you're both yeah. this. You're both the same person, but one of you is old. I love this. Yeah. No, it's it's good stuff. Uh, also, like uh, I do also picture what's her name that was uh, married to Bobby Flay. Uh, she's when I think of Law and Order, I remember her as well. That she played the DA. Oh, I do. was she the blonde DA? The blonde DA that was pretty. Because which wait was she the short one or the tall one? The one the tall the, one. Okay, she was a tall one because yeah. the short one. I blew my mind. I I had a a girlfriend at the time, and I called her up like five seconds after that show ended. Once I got my jaw off the floor because she got fired by Fred Thompson, <laughs> and she said. Uh, is this because I'm a lesbian? And he was like, no, no, of course not. And then roll credits created by Dick Wolf. It had never been alluded to that she liked women, that she liked men. She had never been, had any romantic entanglement, never hit on anyone. And then her last scene on Law and Order was, I am a lesbian. <laughs> what, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I I don't know. I guess like but I can picture this. You don't even need rules. You don't even need rules. Also, Stephanie March is who I was thinking of. Who's oh, okay. Me, but okay. That's not the one. You also we're we're rapidly out of time. But you want to yeah. give a quick shout out to Donald Logue's run on <laughs> Donald Logue, the master of disguise. <laughs> <laughs> How did you even know that was Donald Logue? Oh my god! It's basically just the Arrested Development bit. <laughs> He was supposed to be playing some sort of, like, kid toucher or something. He was trying to get a confession out of a guy they had in holding. And they straight up dressed him like you would, like, for nerd day at your high school. Like, he had his pants hiked up and a pocket protector and, like, tape on his glasses. And he was like, I didn't do it! (laughs) Oh, Donald Logan. I don't even know what his character on the show was. Nobody knows. Well, I, was he even really there? I know. How would we ever know who he is for real? He's a chameleon. Maybe he's still on the show. Maybe he's Ice-T. He could be. You don't know. He's a chameleon. Oh, my God. If he was Munch, that would really open up the the Munchverse. It <laughs> like, would open up the Munchverse. Because <laughs> then, yeah, you can really start folding in like terriers and grounded for life. Oh, my God. This is brilliant. The goddamn Munchverse. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to do it for us. That I think that's going to do it for us. By the way, I opened up your mom's bunch of verse. <laughs> I munched on your mom's uh, verse. And remember, vag- kids. It's a vagina. <laughs> <What>? Overs? <laughs> or overs? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that equaled vagina, but okay. Now ask your mom. God damn it. <laughs> Good for nothing, man. Bunnied open conversation, line drawn in the sand. Throwing things around his room, reject philosophy. So never know what makes us tick. Down we go again. 
This is Joe. And this is Chris from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to The Hobo Radio. Joe, do hobos listen to Hobo Radio? I think so. They have one in their stick and bindle, right? Uh, That's called a bindle stiff, sir. Bindle stiff. And you know what? If you listen to The Curioso, you will get to know things like that. Because we talk about the weird, the strange, the bizarre, and sometimes the mundane that you just don't know. So enjoy your two hobos, but you can catch us at thecurioso.com on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Nicholas Cage wants you to. <laughs> 